Whether he said it tongue-in-cheek or not, and I suspect he didn't, uh, to really suggest that in some way the bus arriving later at the stadium had an effect on Ireland's performance was crass, to say the least. Hook on the Six Nations. A quarter of the match gone, still just that one score for Scotland from one real attack, but here they come again, and uh, Hogg now with Maitland outside, and Stuart Hogg all the way, and it's two for Hogg! Two chances, two scores, two tries for Scotland, up against it for so much, but they lead by 12 points, and Murrayfield once again alive. It is good from Greg Laidlaw, it is great from Scotland, because they have won, they have beaten up. Hello, and thank you for joining me on Hook's View of the Six Nations. I'll be doing it every Monday after each Six Nations weekends, and on the two rest weekends, I suspect we'll have time for reflection. But uh, this was the opening weekend and not a good one. Uh, for Ireland. If Joe Schmidt uh, was described as the greatest coach we ever had after back-to-back championship victories, uh, how would you describe the coach if he has back-to-back losing championships? If Joe Schmidt was described as the greatest coach that ever lived for beating the All Blacks for the first time in Chicago, how do you describe him if he loses the first match of a championship um, to Scotland, arguably one of the weaker teams in the championship? So I think um, there has been, because this coach has got an incredibly easy ride from a compliant media, there has been a real lack of questioning about what has been going on with the Irish team over the last number of years. And in the last 12 months or so, um, we have seen that, in fact, all is not well if you try and see what the development of this Irish team Uh, has been. If you go all the way back first to the summer tour in South Africa, great play was made of a victory in one test match, whereas in fact the real question was why we didn't win the series in South Africa after what subsequently was proven to be possibly the worst team in the history of this great nation's rugby and its shirt, the Springboks. Um, And we failed to do it. We failed to do it because we had a bad game plan and a bad selection policy. Interestingly, uh, the great prospect Gary Ringrose was was left at home, which meant that our midfield play was very poor. Now, if you then fast forward to the Scottish game in Murrayfield and the suggestion is that Ringrose found international rugby very difficult on debut, then maybe if Ringrose had been in South Africa uh, nine months before, he might have made a much greater impact on, on his first Six Nations match. So, The selection policies by Schmidt have, in my view, consistently required a close examination. The question this weekend is clearly 
uh, his love affair with Rob with Rob Carney hasn't worked out. And again, the fullback had a very ordinary match. One good tackle certainly doesn't explain the awfulness of his attempt. Uh, for the other hog try when he bought an outrageous dummy. And also the full-back uh, contributed almost nothing in attack um, other than uh, where we were pulled back for a foot in touch when we might have had a try. So the selection in the back three, uh, Zebo didn't look fit. Earls yet again, for in his entire career, has shown that he's a poor defender. The great Eddie O'Sullivan used to say, defending is not about tackling. Defending is about tackling the right man. And yet again, Earls was found wanting. So what are the real uh, worries about this weekend? Well, one... With with all sorts of hullabaloo, we bring in the failed defensive coach from England and we immediately say that he's the best thing we've ever seen. Well, if he's the best defence coach we've ever seen, um, an example of his work in Murrayfield last Saturday would really raise questions about that. Then there is the issue of Johnny Sexton. And this, for me, ultimately, when the history of the Joe Schmidt tenure in charge of Ireland is written, Johnny Sexton will be up there in lights with the coach. What we have seen is a young man's body pushed beyond what the human frame can stand. I was in Chicago and I saw the medical staff running on and off the pitch as they tried to keep Sexton in shape to finish that match and give us a victory. Heaven knows when Sexton has actually last finished a rugby match. Uh, all too quickly now, we forget the heavy hit by Piccamo uh, on Sexton when uh, everybody said he wasn't concussed. I don't care whether he was concussed or not, he was hurt. Um, he is now in a position where he is incapable, it seems to me, of finishing a rugby match. And the main reason is because he has injuries that because he was consistently pushed into playing games uh, in order to get a result, uh, he is now in a position that perhaps he can't actually play 80 minutes of rugby anymore. And this is the real check that must be put on Schmidt's tenure in office because I believe under Schmidt, Johnny Sexton has been pushed beyond reason. Uh, the same, in a sense, is about Sean O'Brien. I was delighted to see Sean O'Brien play uh, so well. But the real question again that must be asked about this man, having seen him injured so many times, is, is he going to play five matches of 80 minutes, 400 minutes in all, in this championship. I don't think he can. I don't think his body is capable of doing that. So now the other great selection issue came up on Saturday afternoon when clearly Ian Henderson was a long way below par and Ulton Delan, who hadn't played in the best part of a month on the bench, it didn't look the part either. And yet, for some extraordinary uh, view, uh, Schmidt didn't bring Ryan onto the side or indeed onto the match day 23. So the selection by this coach is in doubt. 
And whether he said it tongue-in-cheek or not, and I suspect he didn't, uh, to really suggest that in some way the bus arriving later at the stadium had an effect on Ireland's performance was crass, to say the least. If he didn't mean it, then he shouldn't have said it. Never in my 60 years of watching and listening to rugby has the arrival time of the bus been used an excuse for the failure of the side to win. Uh, We were bad. In fact, we were worse than bad. We were terrible. Uh, Scotland seemed capable of scoring at will in that first 40 minutes. And then, which in a way is almost worse, when we do all the hard work and get back to being a point in front, we are incapable of hanging on to it and and, and running out winners at the end. The statistics are incredible. Under no criteria do the Scots match Ireland. The Scots had to make more tackles. Ireland won more rocks, uh, broke more gain lines, carried for more yards. And every single statistic, Ireland were better and still lost the match. So there's the question for you. Can Ireland win this championship? Well, who knows what's going to happen in this championship? But one thing is absolutely certain. We are now in the position of going to Rome in a do-or-die result. Is that going to be possible? I certainly think it is. Despite Con Rocher's tremendous efforts at Italy, they still suffer in the last 30% of the game. But we're not Wales. And no matter how much we think we are, we, we will find it difficult, in my view, to beat Italy. Will we run out victors in the last 30 minutes? We possibly will. But we're now in a position where we must win and get a bonus point to bring ourselves back into contention for this championship. Having said that, you then look at the team that beat Italy, Wales. Wales was always reckoned to be... Our toughest game, Scotland was the banana skin and Wales was the toughest match. We still have Wales to go and they look pretty good and in Cardiff will be a very, very difficult team to beat. France, now there's a worry. France come to town and they'll come to town better than they've been for 10 years. The awfulness of the re- the coaching regimes of Livremont and Saint-André are now gone to be replaced by Guy Novage, a man proud of French traditions who understands the kind of game that France should play and they will be very difficult when they come to town and they were cruelly unlucky against England. Eng- the danger with England is England are going to get better and if they arrive in Dublin uh, on the St. Patrick's weekend with a sniff at the championship, they'll be very difficult to beat. Scotland, well, Saturday may well have been Scotland's best performance because they're not that good in truth. They are forced to play it fast and loose because they actually don't have the scrummage uh, to keep the game alive in the tight. But they are proud and they are organised. They are disciplined. Some of the things we didn't have at the weekend. As always, this great championship excites me and I'll be watching it all again next weekend and I'll be with you next Monday on Hook's View on the Six Nations.